0: Welcome to Growth Over Easy, the podcast where we explore the depths of life with an optimistic lens. I'm your host, Lily Rachels. Each week I bring you insights to spark your curiosity and create deeply connected relationships. Let's choose growth together. Welcome back to Growth Over Easy. Let's talk about complicated grief when you lose a parent who you had a rough relationship with. First, let me say losing a parent at any age, in any way, no matter the type of relationship you had with them is painful. It's painful and it's something that I hope if you're in that place, you give yourself space to feel and to mourn. Today, I wanna focus on losing a parent that you had a complicated relationship with because this has come up recently in my work with my clients. While people typically work with me for like relationship growth, This is something that, like I said, is really common to come up because your relationship with your parent, your primary caregiver, set the blueprint for how you do relationships as an adult. And for a lot of us, those relationships were complicated. And when you lose that person, the grieving process can also be very complicated. One of the reasons that is, is because when you're mourning someone who was maybe neglectful, abusive, unsafe, to you as a child, when you're mourning that person, you're not just mourning the fact that they died, you're mourning the relationship that you never had with them. As children, we are wired to crave a relationship with our parents, we're wired that way. I recently saw a clip from Jordan Peterson talking about how if you have a child, that child craves a relationship with you more than anyone on the planet. There is not a boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse that you could have that's going to crave a relationship with you more than your child. And it was the same way for you when you were little with your parent. And when a parent neglects a child or is abusive towards a child, it's very confusing because, again, you have this pull inside of you to want and crave a relationship with this person, but then this person is also causing you pain and distress and you feel unsafe around them. This is where you can develop a more disorganized attachment style that you might carry on into your adult life if you don't become aware of it and break those patterns and come to a place where you can find safety again in your body and connection with other people so remember even when a parent is not showing up well that child is still craving that relationship with them and so when you lose that parent one day eventually if they pass away There's the grief that comes with the mourning of a parent, but then there's this other wave of grief that comes with the mourning of the relationship you never got to have with that parent. That relationship that you have been craving your entire life that's not there. And what adds even more moving pieces to this big just (laughs) vat of grief is the dichotomy of I miss you, but maybe life is easier without you. I want you to be here But when you're here, you hurt me. It's just, it's confusing. And what I see a lot of people do is try to use logical reason to rationalize their grief in order to move through it. But what they end up doing is suppressing their feelings because the feelings are really uncomfortable because sometimes a lot of shame and guilt comes with when you're holding this dichotomy of grief saying, I miss you, but life's better without you, there's a lot of shame and guilt that can come with those feelings. Or maybe there's a lot of anger. You were never there for me. Why should I care that you're gone now? Or again, maybe it's the morning of the relationship you never had with them. I'm sad that you're gone, but I'm even more heartbroken that you never loved me in the way that I needed to be loved. And because those feelings can be overwhelming, and add to that, perhaps you adopted a more avoidant, withdrawn approach to emotions because of your upbringing, you end up trying to suppress what you're feeling and you let pain drive you and pain is a very powerful very powerful driver i mean i've said it before and i'll say it again i believe pain has the potential to produce more growth and happiness ever could if and that's the caveat if we choose to grow through it but what a lot of us do is we suppress it And we let that pain fuel us but the problem with letting the pain fuel you without really growing through those experiences in your past that have shaped you and breaking the harmful patterns when you just let pain fuel you you end up coming from this state of constantly being frustrated or bitter or angry and i don't want that for you the thing with uncomfortable emotions or emotions of any kind really You can only suppress something for so long before it starts coming out in other areas of your life because the anger has to go somewhere. The shame has to go somewhere. The guilt has to go somewhere. The frustration, the bitterness, all those uncomfortable things, they have to go somewhere. You know, it's the old saying, if you squeeze a lemon, you get lemon juice. You squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. When life squeezes you and you're under stress, what's on the inside will come out. And if you keep suppressing these feelings in order to logically reason yourself through grief, eventually they're going to come out when life starts to squeeze you. The good news is there are other things that can drive us that are far more powerful than pain. And that's love. Love will outrun, outwork pain every day of the week. But in order to get to that place of love, that place of compassion, not just towards the person that maybe made our life really scary when we were little or unsafe, but compassion towards ourselves for having these feelings of, it's kind of better without you. I never really loved you. You know, whatever those feelings are in your head that you're like, oh, I shouldn't think that, that's a bad thought, that's a bad thought. It's having compassion towards yourself and understanding that, oh, That's why I feel this way. That's why I think this way. But in order to get to that love, in order to have access to that powerful love to drive us, we have to work through our grief. We have to work through that complicated childhood, that blueprint that we got, and treat those wounds that are under there that we keep trying to mask with logic and reason. So if you're in that place where you had a complicated relationship with your parent, Maybe they were neglectful, abusive, they weren't there, whatever it is for you. And maybe they're still alive, but maybe you've lost them and you're grieving them right now. You're grieving the relationship you never had. You find yourself trying to suppress your feelings. It's confusing, it's messy, and life is squeezing you and you don't like what's coming out. I encourage you to jump on a call with me. I want to talk to you and see if I could be of support as you journey through the grief instead of trying to push it away. I want you to think of grief as a river. And sometimes the river is raging through you and it's uncomfortable and it's a lot. But what happens when you try to suppress it or try to reason your way through it is you start to dam up that river. And as you dam up the river, the water gets higher and higher. And that's when you start to drown in it that's when it's overwhelming and you can't take it and it starts to again come out in ways that you don't want. And what happens when we get back into our body, when we go back through our blueprint, when we explore like, oh, that's why I feel this way, those are those patterns, these are those uncomfortable feelings, and we actually allow ourselves to feel, that's when the water recedes. And I don't believe it ever truly goes away. I'm gonna be honest. I think that it's always there Because when you lose someone that was a big part of your life, those memories are always there. But it gets to the point where it's just a little trickling stream, a trickling stream of memory. Maybe when they come, you know, to your mind, you feel that pull of love and I miss them. But it never goes away. But the river can come down. We can work through the blocks that we put in place, and we put the blocks in place because again, we don't want to have to feel. But the problem is. We end up drowning ourselves in our grief eventually. So again, if you're in a place where you're feeling, I have been suppressing this, this is getting to me, it's starting to infect other areas of my life, particularly my relationships, if you're in that place, I want you to reach out to me. I'll put it in the show notes, but shoot me an email. It's lily at lilyrachels.com. We can jump on a call and see if this is something I can help you with, or at least direct you to resources that can help if I can't because I promise there's so much beauty on the other side. And I speak from experience because I was there. I did this exact thing when I lost my mom. We had a complicated relationship and I tried to logically reason my way through my grief and I put up a big wall, a big dam and I drowned in it for a while. And I tried all the unhealthy coping mechanisms to get myself through. And it wasn't until I went and I got help to start to take down all that stuff that I'd built up so that the grief could flow through me and I could actually access, feel my emotions. And then they passed. And I still get sad, but it's sad in a different way. I've uncoupled the pain of my past from my grief. And I would love to help you do the same. I hope you have a great week and you choose growth.